mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Chapter 8, Port Angeles. Jess drove faster than the chief, so we made it to Port Angeles by four. It had been a while since I'd had a girls' night out, and the estrogen rush was invigorating. We listened to whiny rock songs while Jess jabbered on about the boys we hung out with. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. Julia, I find that in this time of quarantine, I have many, many guilty pleasures. For example, how many times can a person rewatch Gilmore Girls? I'm pushing that to the limit. How much can one person laugh while reading Twilight? I think that I'm pushing that to the limit. But the real guilty pleasure right now is reading our iTunes reviews. So if you want to keep my dopamine fix up, everyone, go and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am living for the positive affirmation right now. Thank you so much to those of you who have. Give us five stars if you're Team Edward, five stars if you're Team Jacob, or five stars if you're Team Bella staying single. And please put in the title why you gave us five stars. If you were like, five stars Team Edward, five stars Bella single, like we want to know. And we'll report back on the results. Julia is a trained statistician. She can run the numbers. Embarrassingly true. And in your review, tell us what you would put into Bella's care package. Curious people want to know. Okay, Julia, I think it's my turn to go first, right? I thought it was my turn to go first. Oh, good. You go. Okay, I will. I will. Will you count me in? Yeah, this chapter is trippy as fuck. Honestly, best one I've read so far. I know. I actually, at one point in this chapter, had to scream into a pillow because I was so embarrassed for Bella. I scream too. I can't wait. I can't wait to dive in. On your mark, get set, go. Bella refers to her own dad as the chief. They go to Port Angeles. They go dress shopping. Bella refuses to buy her own shoes even though they're already shopping. Jess and Angela get dresses and then she tries to go to a bookstore and it was a hippie bookstore. So she walked away. She got lost. She got stalked both by Edward and by a group of men. And then Edward swings in in his Volvo and then he goes and he force feeds her ravioli at an Italian restaurant. I love that you just saying Volvo as if it's supposed to be a sexy car cracks you up every time. You like can't say Edward has a Volvo without dying laughing. You're like, Edward's a vampire? Believable. Volvos are sexy cars? Ridiculous. No way. 
Okay, count me in. Okay, three, two, one, go. So Bella, the kind of person who's open to dating a vampire, is not open into going to a quote-unquote hippy-dippy bookstore. So she is officially a book snob. Library, not good enough. This bookstore, not good enough. Only Seattle for Bella. Then she, like, a group of guys are gonna, like, attack her, and Edward comes and saves her, and they basically go on their first date. And during the date, Bella's allowed to ask him certain questions, and he admits that he can read people's thoughts and that he's following her, and that she's the only person whose thoughts he can't read, and she admits she's obsessed with him i mean let's just jump in yeah i have a lot to say so do i because the first thing that i love about this chapter is all of the time that bella spends fantasizing about ways that she can hurt tyler i just really feel for her i feel like someone lying about me would really upset me like his behavior until now annoying but him saying she's going to the prom with him Ugh, that would really bug me. And so I just love hearing her think about all of the different ways that she could murder him. Did you notice that the reason that Lauren doesn't like Bella is because she has a crush on Tyler? Finally, we got that cleared up. The moment that I was obsessed is Edward in a tight, white, cashmere turtleneck. Wait, and over it is a beige leather jacket. Does she really mean beige? It was spectacular. Honestly, nothing got better than that in this chapter. (laughs) I wanted to actually ask your opinion on something. So Bella and Edward come up to Jessica and Angela and are like, oh, can we join for dinner? And Jessica's like, oh, we already had dinner, whatever. And then Edward says, Jessica, would it be okay if I drive Bella home? And Jessica, because she's awesome and is the actual hero of these books, looks at Bella as if to say, like, are you okay with that? Because I'll say no if you don't want to. And Bella's response is to wink at Jessica to be like, yeah, it's fine. My questions are twofold. One, you said that Edward's wink was not allowed a couple of chapters ago. Is this kind of wink allowed? A friend wink? And two, is winking contagious like yawning? Well, it's an ineffective style of communication. Imagine if someone was like, oh, are you okay? Are you feeling threatened by a man? And then you winked. I was like, what does that mean? Does that mean yes? Does that mean no? I mean, maybe she's winking in Morse code. Yes, still not allowed. I still didn't like it. And it seems to be contagious, like an STD. (laughs) So not like yawning, but like an STD. Yeah. This is the first friend wink, but she also winked at Jacob and it was like trying to be sexy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because Edward did it once. I know that's the reason. Why would Bella behave like this otherwise? Can we talk for just a minute before we get into advice about the fact that Edward admits in this chapter that he almost murdered her? I don't recall that happening. Can you please refresh my memory? Julia, I can't believe you missed this. Did you ever think that maybe my number was up the first time with the van and that you've been interfering with fate? I speculated, distracting myself. That wasn't the first time he said, and his voice was hard to hear. Sorry, let me let me do that again. That wasn't the first time he said. His voice was hard to hear. I stared at him in amazement, but he was looking down. Your number was up the first time I met you. I felt a spasm of fear at his words and the abrupt memory of his violent black glare that first day. He's like, I saved your life by not murdering you. You're welcome. I mean, 
honestly par for the course. He also admits to this chapter that he's actively stalking her. And might I add, I'm going to slip into my first piece of advice here. Doing a bad job at it. (laughs) I'm not sure really where I come out on this, but reading that he's desperately trying to protect her life and then she still almost gets attacked by a group of men. It was like, if you're going to do it and she's okay with it, at least be good at it. Like he's both doing a bad thing and doing it badly. It's a double failure. Also, don't victim blame He's like, you would have increased the poor Angela's crime stats. And I'm like, she wouldn't have. The rapists would have. Victims don't do that. The other thing I noticed is he was so mean to her when they got in the car. And she had to be like, are you okay? I was like, you are so inconsiderate, Edward. Like, he sits in silence, like, acting angry that this happens. Like, ask Bella a question, please. He is a major victim blamer. He's like, how dare you almost get hit by that van? How dare you make me almost eat you? How dare you almost be raped? Anyway, can I give you my first piece of advice? Because it's for Bella. Oh, please do. She says that the estrogen rush of being with Angela and Jess, like, really helps her out. And I just would like to say, please do not say things like that. People already know far too little about women's health and we don't need like an additional misinformation campaign. So an excess of estrogen actually causes a lot of problems. It is not just like a rush that you can have. She's trying to say that spending some time girl bonding is like healthy for her, which is true. Spending time with friends who don't want to kill you at all or aren't stalking you at all is really good for you. I just don't know why she has to bring estrogen into this. Yeah. I had, perhaps for the first time ever, sincere advice for Bella. Great. When she thinks she's getting followed, she walks as fast as she can. I think kind of like not to make a kerfuffle and not to seem extreme or dramatic. My advice is to just run. You don't have to seem polite if you're being followed. Just sprint. Get the hell out of there. I will say that the moment where it says something like I wasn't being followed, I was being herded, I was like really scared for her. Yeah. As much as I found this chapter hilarious, it was quite tense. Yeah. And it also leads to like the real appeal of Edward, right? Like imagine being able to walk down any street ever because you have like a superhero who can save you. Like that would be nice. Yeah. Is that real advice, Julia? Just run? Is that like actual best practice? Because maybe it would activate the person to actually start chasing you. Because that's part of the fear in those moments, right? I only know about what to do when you're being pursued by a bear. And it's <laughs> if you're if you're able to run downhill, that's great because their back legs are so strong that they have trouble going downhill. But if you're going uphill, don't run because their strong legs can propel them quite quickly. I don't know if that applies to being followed by a group of men. So I'm not sure that this is actually good Bella advice. I feel like there's probably actual best practice on this. Yeah. I would say then don't feel like you need to be polite if you're afraid. Totally. I just feel like in situations like that, I don't run because like maybe they're like just being jerks but aren't actually going to hurt me but will be offended that I'm running. Like, there's such weird logic that I feel like women have to go through when they're in situations like that. Mm -hmm. 
where you're like, if I was someone who wanted to attack me, would I be offended if I started running? It's like a weird mental gymnastics that women have to do in those situations. Yeah. So I don't have real good advice unless you're being pursued by a back bear, <laughs> in which case, call me. <laughs> 1-800-BEAR-ADVICE. Do you want to hear my second piece of advice? I would love to hear your second piece of advice. You know when you're watching someone be so awkward on TV, it's like worse than violence on TV? Like when Marsha Brady told her dentist that she had a crush on him, I like haven't gotten over that. I like literally screamed into a pillow. I just felt so sorry for her. And when Edward asks Bella, do I dazzle you? And she says, yes. I was like, what are you doing? Do not admit it. That is so embarrassing. What if he is recording you? He can hold this against you for the rest of your life. And so my advice is don't be gross. That's so <laughs> gross. Do I dazzle you? I mean, I think this is great opportunity for Bella to practice her sick burns, which I told her she needed to be working on. And instead, she just is embarrassing. <laughs> it's so cringeworthy. Okay, so let's do some role play here. What kind of sick burn would you do? Do I dazzle you? Like, literally, no. Like, I don't even know what to say. It's so embarrassing. Just walk away. <laughs> Pick one more bite of ravioli and put the fork down and be like, no, drive me home in your dumb Volvo. I mean, I would just like to point out a few episodes ago, you were like, be with someone who makes you vulnerable. And then this is what we got. <laughs> I said vulnerable. I didn't say someone who makes you gross. That is not what I said. Did you also notice that she kept trying to hold his hand even though he kept trying to say no and pulling it away? Well, are you worried that like she's listening too closely to the podcast? Like you warned against yawning to make a move. So she's just going for the cut direct. <laughs> but I wasn't like, keep trying. <laughs> I do love that now the Cullens and Bella all listen. I think they're about to give us some five star reviews. <laughs> like, I'm Team Edward. <laughs> Love Bella. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Julia, before we transition to the care package, anything else that you want to be sure that we mentioned today? Well, I got really compelled by some 
subtext between Angela and Bella at one point when they're trying on shoes and it sounds like Bella is about to ask Angela on a date. Oh, I did not pick up on that. Well, I was reading deeply into it, so that's probably why. Angela, I began, hesitant, while she was trying on a pair of pink strappy heels. Yes, she held her leg out, twisting her ankle to get a better view of the shoe. I chickened out. I like those. I think I'll get them, but they'll never match with anything but this one dress, she mused. Oh, go ahead. They're on sale, I encouraged. I tried again. Um, Angela? She looked up curiously. And then it devolves because she asks about the Cullens. Would it have been better if it was like, is it normal for <laughs> a girl named Bella <laughs> to ask a girl named Angela out on a date? I like that you stayed in your sexy voice for the line, you should get them. They're on sale. <laughs> are, are sales hot for you? Uh, love a bargain. So does Bella. <laughs> so does Angela. <laughs> That's probably why they should go on a date. They have so much in common. More than Edward and Bella. 100% true. Julia, what do you want to put in Bella's care package? I am really eager to combine some threads that we've been talking about. I want Bella to join the Girl Scouts. She needs women friends. She cannot figure out where she is going at any given time. She's constantly lost. She'd probably also be great at selling Girl Scout cookies. She's not too old to join. She's a sophomore in high school. I think it's a great idea. So I would like to send her an introductory pamphlet to the local Girl Scout chapter in her area. Hopefully get her interested, get her excited, and get her to find some community. What would you like to put into Bella's care package? I would like to send her to a self-defense class so that she can figure out what you're supposed to do as far as like running or not running so she can report back and teach us. Yeah. Like you know about the bear situation. I think, Bella, we've been doing a lot of nice things for you lately. Do something for humanity. Take a self-defense class. Find out what the best practice is on running. And call in. Let us know. I like how we've moved from me giving Bella gifts to give other people to us giving Bella gifts to give back to us. (laughs) (laughs) Bella, I'm going to give you a million dollars. Please return it as soon as you get it. With interest. (laughs) I think relationships are more likely to last if there's some reciprocity involved. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just investing in our long-term relationship with Bella. Self-care package. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think is going to happen next chapter? Bear attack. Bear attack. Bear attack. (laughs) Can't wait. My area of expertise, clearly. This has been Twilight in Quarantine, a self-defense class from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I laughed so hard I cried. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by 8Cast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com